Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing? It's Monday. How many guys are listening to me in the shower right now? All my laundry folding mama friends. Some of you guys are driving, uh, car schooling, driving to work. I am so thankful that you have tuned in today. Today is Mailbox Monday. I have a couple of questions I'm going to ask from listeners. One of them has said she is really dealing with a harsh tongue. She's having a hard time saying kind things to people. Anybody? Anybody relate? Moment of silence. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. A couple other questions I'm going to try to get to today, so stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So today in the Scripture Writing Challenge, I hope you guys are doing this with me, right? So if you're not, I'm going to chastise you. <laughs> I There's no reason for you not to do this. I have a free Scripture Writing Challenge for you that we work through every single month. Today, we're talking about the love of God. Today's verse, because it's February 11th, today's verse is found in John chapter 14, verses 19 to 21. And I'll read it to you, but this is what you're supposed to be writing today, okay? This is in the scripture writing plan. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. God is all about loving people and he wants us to love him. God loves you. He loves you. And so I want you to be just encouraged today as we talk a little bit about what it looks like to love other people. That's the theme of the study at Mom Strong International for the whole month of February. We're studying the incredible love of God. The study is called Unconditional. You can have access to the whole month by logging into Mom Strong International. .com. It's $2 a week, and uh, it's a pretty meaty study. And so I hope you guys are doing that with me. But the scripture writing challenge, no excuses. Get in there. If you're a member of MomStrong International and you haven't yet discovered this, we have for you um, cursive writing. So there's a cursive version of the scripture writing challenge. I am on a little bit of a crusade to see our kids have better handwriting and to not see cursive eradicated from the face of the earth. So <laughs> we've made a scripture writing challenge in cursive. So check that out at momstronginternational.com. Couple things too, if you didn't hear, I am going on the FPEA, the Florida Parent Educators Association Marriage Cruise, do, 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 January 4th through the 12th, 2020. We'll We'll be visiting Grand Turk, San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Martin, and St. Kitts, and I'm going to be there along with my friends, Todd and Debbie Wilson. So I want you guys to join us. It's it's a great value. You're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. The cabins start at $544 a person for the whole week. So it's an eight-day cruise. So think about that with me for just a minute. This is a marriage cruise. You can bring your kids if you want to, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> also, save you some money. It's a marriage cruise. The cruise line is Carnival. We have these rooms booked for just a limited time. So I want to encourage you, get after it. Get over there. You guys are not going to want to miss this. Imagine this eight days, women especially, for goodness sake, no cooking, no cleaning, going to beautiful ports of call, reading your Bible with me in the morning. It's going to be great. So come on out for the FPEA Marriage Cruise, the Refresh Cruise, January 4th through 12th, 2020 
Uh, as soon as you get signed up with Carnival, be sure you can give them the group number. Remember, I'll put it in the show notes today. And I also have the number to call Carnival. But as soon as you do that, there's also a Facebook page called the Refresh FPEA Marriage Cruise. And you'll want to get on that. And we're going to give you all kinds of fun uh, tips and exciting things that are coming up for the cruise January 4th through 12th. The other question somebody asked me was, do you got to pay for the whole thing up front? No. If you want to if you want to reserve your room, all you got to do is put a small deposit down. Also, really quickly, you guys remember Zacon? I used to... I I was a Zacon ambassador. They're, they're the ones who deliver the chicken, blah, blah, blah. I wrote about them at the Busy Mom blog because I love, love, love them. And then one day out of the clear blue sky, they went out of business. Huge bummer. I cried. But there's a brand new company in town. I'm going to link back to them in the show notes. Today. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but savorybutcher.com, same thing. You get your chicken in 40-pound boxes. You guys, I'm serious. It's I I have I've had their chicken. It's amazing. So they're doing chicken. They actually do organic chicken or regular chicken. I think it's even better than Zacon. They do uncured bacon, regular bacon. They're doing ground beef. They're doing pork. They're going to be bringing in like fish specials and things like that. But I'm here to tell you, it's a great bang for your buck. And I'm going to link to it. It's a great way for you also to support this podcast by purchasing through the link that I'm going to put out for you today and try it out. You only have to have, I think it's 40 people sign up in your area to get them to actually deliver to your area. And I think you guys are gonna be blown away by the quality, you're gonna love it. Find out more information by going to the show notes today and I will link to them, savorybutcher.com. Please use my link and I'm telling you what, you guys, you will not be sorry, better than Zacon. And uh, I'm back to getting 40 pounds of chicken at a time and uh, throwing chicken chili in the crock pot in the morning. So woo, love it. All right, questions that came in to me. There's a whole bunch of them. If you have a question that you would like to see addressed at Mailbox Monday, just shoot us an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. This one comes from Annie. She says, Heidi, I am an angry mom. I'm impatient and I'm frustrated. I get frustrated with the low productivity of my kids during the day. <laughs> Listen, sweet mom, uh, this is the gig, right? Motherhood, uh, everyone who's been frustrated with the, your children's low productivity, just a uh, moment of silence for every, every single one of us. Just, I'll just be quiet. Anyway, she goes on to say that she's made some what she kind of what she believes now are harsh remarks. And even though she's been working to stop speaking this way to her kids, these things are coming out anyway. And she feels like she's doing damage to her children. So I, I first of all, you're not alone in this because this is a very, very common. Uh, this is motherhood, right? Your kids, I think their whole purpose in life is to drive you to the absolute brink of yourself, which is why we need Jesus. Hello. It's why we need Jesus. We need the Lord. And uh, the Bible's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty straightforward about this, like it is about lots of things, right? Solomon said of the wise woman in the book of Proverbs, she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. And if you think about it, there's really not justification for us to be harsh and unkind in our communication with other people. And I, this is a struggle for me with my kids. I'm not saying, you know, we should be able to do this perfectly. But listen, if we if we are going to be walking with the Lord, if we are going to claim Jesus, I talk about this all the time. Remember, I, we a couple of months ago, somebody asked me about a book that was written. Um, that basically, the author was saying, you know, I love Jesus and I cuss a little. I'm like, my goodness, you guys, our lives, we are supposed to be bringing glory to the Lord. And if we if the if we claim that God is our Father and we tell people, hey, we're walking with the Lord, then we don't want to fall into the habit of practicing behavior 
that's that's not pleasing to the Lord. So instead, we want to deliberately choose words that are that are um, God breathed. So that's not to say that you're not going to mess up, but I don't want us to make excuses for each other and just go, man, motherhood's hard. Let's stand in a circle and sing kumbaya and just go back to our lives as uh, we were doing them before. No, because God came to, he sent his son to help us. We, we've we been set free. We're supposed to be stewards of the grace that God's extended to us. And so if God's extended us grace, then it makes sense that we would extend that to other people, starting with the people in our lives that are most precious to us. I have a theory about this. I wrote about this in Becoming Mom Strong, which by the way, if you haven't picked up Becoming Mom Strong yet, do it. Pick it up. I think you're gonna be really encouraged. And if you've read it and you loved it, please leave a review for it, especially over at Amazon. If you haven't done that and you wanna encourage this podcast, that'd be a great way to do it. But think about the grace that's been extended to you and the grace that's been extended to me. How can we not extend that grace to other people? God would have us to do that. That means we want to be careful not to cultivate habits of speaking unkindly. And women, listen, I have a theory about this. I wrote about this in, in uh, Becoming Mom Strong. Oh, that's right. I rabbit trailed. Now I'm back. <laughs> if you give a mom a podcast. I think that we are the most unkind and the most loose with our tongues to the people that we love the most. And the reason I think this is because that's, we're secure. You're not gonna go through the checkout stand at Walmart and speak unkindly to that person. Well, to be fair, that person has probably not been bugging you all day long and disobeying you and making your life hard. (laughs) But also, we know that if we speak unkindly to our husband or speak unkindly to our children, they're stuck with us, right? So what are my kids gonna do? Friends aren't, friends are typically not like that. If you, you know, you're abusive enough to a friend and you say unkind things and harsh words to a friend over and over again, chances are you're not going to have that friend for very long, but your kids are different. And so I just want to encourage you, caution, 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 don't take advantage of the sacredness of that relationship. Don't refuse to deal with the problem. It's okay to say to your kids, listen, Mom's having a problem controlling her tongue. And so I just want you to know I'm working on it. Pray for me. Ask your kids to pray for you. This is, it's so important. Before we talk to anybody, especially women, if you've got an issue with your husband, can I just say, go to the father. Husbands, if you're listening to this and, and you've got a bone to pick with your wife, go to the Lord first. Ask the Lord to give you his words because his words always get the desired result. When we use his words, we're going to get the result that we're hoping to get. All right. Isaiah 55, verse 11. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. We can't achieve God's purpose while we're being harsh. And I realize that there are varying degrees of this, right? You can go, you know, we can be verbally abusive just to being sort of a little bit uh, on the sarcastic side. Can I just say something to you? Because I heard from a mom the other day, I guess uh, for the mom who wrote to me about sarcasm, I guess I'm gonna answer your question at the same time. I, I'm i having more and more problems with this idea that sarcasm is funny. Um, it's funny to a point and then it hurts people. And so as soon as you realize, this is what we're always telling our own children, right? As soon as you realize that you've hurt somebody, 
uh, knock it off, right? That, that should never be our goal. It should never be our goal to hurt someone else. And so we want to be very, very careful about that. I just want to encourage you that way. Um, that's not the way to nurture a relationship, all right? So I want to encourage you. Um, God wants you to have control over your over your speech, right? People said sticks and stones when I was a kid. Sticks and stones, we break our bones, and words can never hurt you. Guys, that's completely wrong, right? That's one of the great lies of my uh, my growing up. Because those words that we speak to each other, they can impact a person for a lifetime. We want to be very, very careful what we say, especially to our spouses, especially to our children, right? I've met people who have been victims of verbal abuse at some point during their lives, and it has impacted them forever. Parents and teachers, spouses that have talked to me, and they're battling their own emotional issues because they keep hearing inner voices in their heads. And sometimes those voices came from their parents. And sometimes those voices come from their spouse. So if you find that you're prone to speaking harshly and unkindly, I'm going to encourage you, go before the Lord and say, Father, help me. Set me free from this, whatever it takes. Solomon said, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his spirit, than he who takes a city. So you can take control over the words that come out of your mouth by the power of the Holy Spirit. Make a decision to choose kindness. Open your mouth with wisdom and then ask the Father to allow the law of kindness to be on your tongue. All right, the next question comes from a listener who is saying, Dear Heidi, I am not sure about giving my kids a cell phone. I have an 11-year-old who really wants a cell phone and she's begging me for it and it's become a source of contention in our home. All right, Lisa, this is for you. Can I just say, Well, really quickly, this is an issue in my house, has been for a long, long time. I think there are lots and lots and lots of reasons, growing reasons not to give your kids smartphones at the very least, all right? I just took a smartphone away from my 13-year-old daughter. She basically got a hand-me-down phone from my husband and myself, and I realized, A, she's accessing things I don't want her to access, B, it's changing her attitude, and C, she just flat out didn't need it. I had this conversation with Kirk Cameron. I will link back to that podcast. That was a great podcast. I'll link back to that in the show notes today. But can I just encourage you? Your kids do not need cell phones. If they need to get a hold of you, well, let me take it back. They don't need a smartphone. If they need to get a hold of you and you want to get them, you know, I think parents should go back to flip phones. I, I think all of our lives were a little bit easier when we had just flip phones, right? Which are really like giant walkie talkies. But I looked up an article. And I thought I'd read some of these to you, and I will link back to it in the show notes today. Seven reasons not to give your child a cell phone. Uh, And she starts out by saying, if your kids are angling for a smartphone of their own, you're not alone. 64% of adults believe that between the ages of 10 and 14, kids should be able to get their first cell phone. This is a study that was just done by American Express. Only 10% think that under 10 is okay. So that's good. So it's a milestone, right? We're like, yes, we're going to get your kid a cell phone. They're going to be so excited and they're going to say thank you and you're going to be, you know, super popular. Well, can I just tell you right now, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. So I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why your kids do not need a cell phone. Are you ready? Are you ready for the first one? Here's the first one. Kids spend an average of seven hours a day on entertainment media, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. And it's our job as their parents to manage and monitor and hopefully limit the time as best we see fit. So if we just decide, hey, you're not going to actually get a smartphone, you don't got to worry about it, right? So what you do really when you give your elementary school-aged kid a smartphone of their own is relinquish some of the control that you have 
and you leave a lot of their actions to chance. And I know parents don't like that because we're kind of, we're living in sort of a permissive society, but uh, I, I'm more and more, I'm just like, ooh, not good for your kids. Two, privacy settings are not foolproof. The thing about the internet is they're never really anonymous. And uh, if you've enabled the strictest privacy settings on your kids' social media accounts, there's still a possibility that their location is out there. So for example, a selfie with a street sign in the background could give away your child's whereabouts. A photo with friends can disclose the name of a middle school. It's a scary world out there, and we want to protect our kids to the best of our ability. One of the ways we can do that is by not giving them a smartphone. Um, Three, their social lives are absolutely being defined by technology today. If it wasn't for Facebook, right, we'd have no idea of what most of our high school class was up to, right? But it also can make communication too easy. I've been watching lately just to see what's happening with Snapchat. It's horrifying. You can search the most horrific hashtags on Instagram and other places on social media. And most of the time, our kids wander into this stuff innocently and then they get stuck. And you can see that their social lives immediately begin to look different. And so I think that's a good reason not to give your kids a smartphone. The apps, hello, the apps that are available to your kids, let's not even go there. Horrific. Five, bullies love to hide behind a screen. I have learned this firsthand over at The Busy Mom. Firsthand, people are so unkind. And I think our kids are exposed to enough meanness uh, in their everyday life. If you give them a screen to hide behind, then you can watch the claws really come out. So cyberbullying is real. And according to statistics, 15% of high school students have experienced some degree of cyberbullying. And uh, I think, shoot fire, if you can postpone the potential for this mean behavior, uh, do it. (laughs) right? Nothing wrong with that. Six, addiction starts early. The same toddler who couldn't be separated from his Thomas the Tank Engine app is pretty much guaranteed to turn into a a YouTube addict and a texting machine. And this is absolutely true. Screen time is an inevitable part of our kids' lives. But the more control you have over it as a parent, the better. And that's just that's just the truth. I'm going to skip to the end of some of these and I'll link back to this article in the notes today. Uh, Seven, kids don't fully think about the consequences of their actions. And uh, another one, which I thought, ooh, that was that was really good, is you're the mom. You're just the mom. Your kids don't need a cell phone. You think they do, uh, but they don't. So I kind of feel lucky to have grown up in the 80s. Um, I didn't have to worry about any of this stuff. And our kids are really struggling today. So be the mom. Step in there. Be the dad. Your kids don't need it. And if they whine and complain to you, you can just say, hey, I'm sorry you don't like it. Someday you'll understand. And here's your flip phone. And you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Be the parents. You can do it. Let's pray for each other. This parenting gig is difficult, but with the Lord's help, we can do it. In fact, God said that apart from me, you can't do anything, but through me, all things are possible. So thanks for listening today. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Um, I'm going to come back next Monday and answer your questions. If you would like a question to be considered to be answered at the podcast, not a guarantee, but we'd love to consider your question, reach out to us, podcast at thebusymom.com. Don't forget about the cruise and becoming a member at momstronginternational.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.